Warning, this podcast is not for the weak-hearted. We are not politically correct. We swear and we make crude jokes. If this bothers you, do not listen to this podcast. Thank you. <sighs> All right. All right. Everybody, welcome to 333 The Podcast. I'm Jessica. I'm Charlotte. I'm Brandon. And this is episode nine, Nueve, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we're going to talk about fear. So this is going to be like one of them deep episodes or whatever, you know. So mm. uh, buckle up your little seatbelt or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk about one of your britches, fear. Britches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <Brandon>, <laughs> That shit. <laughs> that shit was funny. All right, all right. <laughs> We're gonna talk about fear, and we'll still obviously be laughing. But yes, we're gonna talk about our own fears. We're gonna talk about the idea of fear, what we feel like fear is, and all them types of things. And we just gonna have a little discussion. So. If you're interested in finding out what's really wrong with us, tune in and keep listening. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> um, so just to start, um, the first thing I guess we could just start off with is like what fear, like we could just talk about fear and all that. Fear in general is just I really feel like it's a feeling that's an illusion. It definitely is. It definitely is. Now, there's times where, like, it's good to be afraid of something. Like, you know, when your intuition kicks yeah. in and it's like, something ain't right about a situation, person, thing, whatever. That, that's like, to me intuitively that is like a healthy form of fear because it's like protecting you if it's an actual valid fear to have but then like when you have anxiety disorder for example like i do when you're afraid of something it's not just like that it's literally like a deeper seated thing like, it's not just like, oh, something doesn't feel right. No, it's like mm -hmm. your brain is like overanalyzing something. Like, even after you've deemed it to be fine, like, you'll still think like, oh, no, like, there's something that's not, you know, like, you'll still be scared of it in whatever form. So there's like two types of fear to me. Like, there's a healthy fear and there's a bad fear. We'll probably mostly be focusing on bad fear during this episode because I would like to assume <laughs> this is shady. If you're listening to this podcast that you're intellectually knowledgeable enough to know that, that there is good times to be afraid of things like your yeah. intuition. <laughs> so we're going to be focusing on bad fear uh, and anxiety fear, that sort of fear. So we're not going to talk about good fear. So, um, God, I guess, like, let's just, I guess after that, just go in. I don't know who wants to go first, but what is, like, one of your biggest fears? 
Um, I would say one of my biggest fears is not, how do I say it? Like, not living to my full potential. Mm. And not do, basically not doing things that I want to do, but still having that crippling fear behind me. Because yeah. I know a lot of people like that. Like, they want to start something. They want to do something. And we're like, but what if this and what if that? Like, all the things that go through their mind. And just like you said, like, fear is mostly an illusion. Because we don't know what's going to happen with the things that we mm-hmm. want to do. So with mm-hmm. that fear alone, they just hold back and never really do the things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So... That's true. That is scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I would say taking risks is probably a lot of people's fear. Yeah. In life, you know, like people are afraid to fail. That's or they're afraid like something's is. not going to go good. It's very similar. Like with the fear of failure, it's like it holds you back from doing a lot of things because you think it's not going to work out. But by not even trying, you're failing. Preach. Yes. So. That's the truth. That is true. And like I said, there's a lot of people that's scared to go out of their comfort zone, leave their hometown, get a new job, stuff like that. And mm. next thing they know, they <laughs> big. Mm. <laughs> next thing they know, they wasted 10 years of being in the same spot because they're scared to do something. But most people move when something bad happens. Like, I don't know if you ever noticed that. Some Somebody gets out of a situation because a situation just got way worse than they expected it. And that's when they move. When they should have been moving long before that, but they were just too scared. See, I feel like being afraid to, like, take risks to do stuff that you want to do, I feel like that's an irrational fear. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's like, uh, I don't personally, like you guys might not agree with this. I don't feel like that's something that's not easily able to be overcame. Like to me, oh, yeah. like saying like, oh, I'm afraid to take risks. If the only thing is that you're like, if there's no, I'm just going to say if there's no underlying issue, you know what it's I'm irrational. saying? Like there's nothing. I think it's irrational because it's it's like if you aren't going to take a risk, you should be scared of the outcome of that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're not even you're like scared to take a risk, but you should be afraid of the outcome of not trying. You could literally wake up and be like 70 and have never done shit that you really wanted to do. Mm. And that, to me, is an irrational fear. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's the worst kind, too. Because it's like, there's practices that you can do, things you can do every day, like, trying new things every day, like, ways you can get Mm -hmm. over it, like, yourself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. Yes, yes. And to me, that's, like, a different... Fear, like I, I would say, like there's a rational fear, like there's so many levels of fear. But I would say, like when we're talking about 
something like that where there's no underlying issue behind the fear and you're just like, oh, I'm scared to like go out of my comfort zone and like do something that I really want to do because I'm scared to fail. I feel like if you're not willing to put in the work, like I think when people think like, oh, I need to uh, work on something on myself. I think a lot of people that fear, there's a fear behind that. And that to me is not an irrational fear. Like you're just like afraid to work on yourself because you're afraid to look within yourself and like see things that you know need to be healed and like face certain things. If that's not why you're scared to take risks though, and you're not willing to do the work to get out of the risk, like, or get out of the risk, get out of the fear, then you are the reason why that you're being held back, period. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I I would say my biggest fear is not any of that. Like, my biggest fear is, like, comes from my own PTSD of what I've went through in my life. And it's, like, I don't like getting close to people, for example, because I'm afraid that I'm going to lose them. Mm-hmm. Or I'm afraid that they're going to just, like, leave my life in some kind of way. Or I'm afraid deeply just of losing things in general, not just people, but just, like, losing anything. That's not an irrational fear like that comes from trauma yeah and that's different Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying i'm not afraid to take risks i take risks all the time i don't give a damn but when it comes to like (laughs) like seriously living life like i have a deep deep fear of loss like i i mean i just don't like I don't like getting close to people because I think I'm going to lose them. I've sabotaged friendships. Like, I can say that. I can take responsibility. Oh, I'm a major self-sabotager. <laughs> yeah, like, I know for a fact that some of the friends I've lost are my own fault because I pushed them away. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't let them. And I do it still to this day. Like, I'm just going to keep it real. If anybody that I know is listening... There is a couple people that I can say, like, seriously did try to be there for me. Like, tried to understand, like, how I felt, you know what I'm saying? And the things that I was dealing with. And I just wouldn't let them be there. I wouldn't let them in. And I pushed them away. That's not an irrational fear. That's like a deep-seated fear. Mm -hmm. So... Like, we're talking about a lot of different types of fear on this episode, but I would say my fears are not, like, shallow. They're very deeply rooted. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not that simple. Because if it was as simple as me just, like, shaking it off, I would have been done it. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, I probably publicly never said this. I probably haven't even said this straight up to both of you guys. But I have came to the conclusion that PTSD, abandonment issues, grief are crippling me in my life and moving forward with my life. And I'm not saying that, like, there's something wrong with me as far as, like, I'm not, quote, unquote, crazy, you know what I'm saying? But 
there's things that I have from like all the things that I've endured and went through that are seriously holding me back. And it is stemming from fear of loss. That is something that I probably haven't told really anybody because I think everyone looks at me and they think like I just handle everything really well. And I just am like, oh, it's fine. But this is what happens when you don't deal with things like when you're going through them and you like wait to to do it later. You know what I'm saying? So there's different levels of fear. Like you can have an irrational fear, but you can also have like a very deep fear that can't just go away from shaking it off. You know what I'm saying? It's just not the same. So I want people out there to understand that sometimes there are valid reasons that you have a fear and it's not just a simple, oh, just get over it. No, I'm like going back to therapy type shit. Like I'm going back to therapy starting Friday, like because I cannot allow the fear that I have to stop my life. So I just feel like I wanted to say that because if I can help somebody to know like there's nothing wrong with healing, no matter how long it's been, it doesn't matter. Like you can still overcome fear. You don't have to like live in fear and let your life be controlled by your fear. But you have to be proactive and you can't just like think it's going to go away because it's not just going to go away. It's definitely not. So those are the, I mean, that to me is like, I guess important that I like want to stress that like you have to put in the work if you want to get over fear. Yeah. You can't just think like, oh, I'm just going to fix it myself. I really want people to understand that there's a ton of issues you cannot fix alone. Like, and that's just the truth. That's true. And it doesn't make you weak to ask for help. If anything, you're strong if you ask for help because you're like realizing, I don't know everything. Any person that thinks that just because they're intelligent, that they know everything, you're actually one of the most ignorant people. Yeah. Like you're a fool. Everybody needs help. I don't care who the fuck it is. Like every single person needs assistance at some point in their life with something. When it comes to fear, I think a lot of people have a fear of asking for help, okay? Like when they need to me, get help or whatever. Me. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And the longer that you wait, the longer you're going to go through the pain that you're going through. And that's just what it is. Yes, yeah. a lot of independent people, they might get triggered about asking for help or advising people to ask for help. But at the end of the day, we all need help with something. It doesn't matter. You don't have to get help with everything, but we all need help with something. Like you said, like we can't do everything by ourselves. And I used to like to think that I can do everything by myself, but a close friend of mine put me in check and told me, no, you need some help sometimes. So we're not going to name no names, but whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> not going to name no names, but whatever. 
No, but it is the truth. And I feel like what people need to understand is that fear is very limiting. So obviously, if you're already afraid of something and then you're afraid to ask for help, you're already <laughs> limiting yourself <laughs> doubly. <laughs> like you're continuing to let fear limit you regardless of how you look at that or not. And I can say the same thing as Brandon. I, used, I am a really independent person and I used to be like that where I was like, oh, I'm never going to ask for help. But like two years ago, that's the first time I went to therapy and I asked for help because I was like, shit, if I don't get help, like I'm just straight up finna give up, you know, like straight up. And I don't, I don't regret asking for help because if I didn't, I would have never got past that like hurdle or whatever. And I don't think there's, any I think all like really independent people really need to like break the habit of wanting to not reach out to somebody when they need to talk like even myself I still go back to that toxic ass defense mechanism of holding everything inside and it's something that I'm still working on like to this day yes so yeah, it's just that. important. That's another fear of mine is not a fear of rejection, but a fear of how somebody will respond depending on what you tell them. Mm. Because holding stuff in does not make you strong. That's a weakness. No. It is a weakness. It? <laughs> it, is, it is stupid <laughs> because a lot of issues could be avoided if you just said how you felt. Depending on whatever that they say, at least you get your answer one way or another. So, yeah, it's that's just one thing everybody needs to practice because there's a lot of people that like to say, well, I can say what's on my mind. Like, no, you say what's the 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 things that don't matter that's on your mind, but you don't Mm -hmm. say the things that matter. Yeah. Flexing on that blue app. I would say that even comes. <laughs> I would say that even ties into being afraid to be vulnerable, yes. because people are afraid to like open up and say anything. I feel like yeah, they are, and yeah, one thing that I have learned is that a lot of people lie about how they really mm. feel. Oh, a lot mm-hmm. of people lie about how they feel. And that's a fear because you're afraid of like, for example, a guy might say that they don't like a girl, but really be in Mm. love with them. And the reason why they say that is because they're afraid to lose that person. They're afraid to be vulnerable and open up and let like love in. That's like a good example of that. People have to realize that being afraid of how you feel is pointless. Which it really is. It's how you feel. So regardless of the outcome of whatever the fuck it is, you should always stand up for what you feel and say how you feel and not be afraid to speak your mind one way or the other. But I feel like when we're talking about fear, like I feel like there's so many fears that I feel like fit so many people, but they ignore them. Like they just think, oh, I'll fix that later. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll be like, oh, I'll come back to that later. And then they get distracted by something else. It's not going away. You got to deal with it. (laughs) 
Yeah, you have to face your fear. And you have to learn how to face your fear in in order to overcome it. Like, I tried a lot of different things before I decided to go back to therapy to get over, like, the things that I have going on inside of me. And I just couldn't do it alone. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to ask for help. Hate that. Because that's just what I'm used to. You know? So I, and then when I took the step to, like, get therapy again, I was like, this is the right decision that I'm making. Like, it's going to help me to get through this a lot better and with, you know, tools that are going to help me for the rest of my life. So it's like, you just have to, like, swallow the pride pill and just fucking ask for help if you need it and face the fears. The first thing you have to face is acknowledging that you're afraid of something. Yeah, we we all like to think we're not scared, but we be scared. <laughs> oh, we please. be scared though. Please. I'm scared yeah, of everything. We be scared. I'm scared of life. Hey. I'm scared of everything. Cuz life is scary. I don't care what nobody says. You don't know everything that's going to happen. Life is a mystery. So I feel like that does feed into fear with people because they don't know the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Of like, whatever. But it's like you, the first step to overcoming your fear is to face your fear. So acknowledging within yourself that you have a fear is going to be the first step in how you even like overcome that fear. In the past, I've overcame plenty of irrational fears. You know, like, that's easy to do. Okay, that's not hard. But that's a step. A step in the right direction. That's all it takes. Little baby steps. That's it. I mean, nobody's going to change overnight. But if you make the necessary steps, it don't matter if it's a half step. Just step. That's all you can do. Yep. Any steps forward that you can make are always like a good step to make. And I feel like fear can be really, really crippling. It can be something that really prevents you from having the like happiness and the things in your life that you deserve. And yeah, sometimes it seems like you'll never make it out of fear, but there's always help out there to help you through you know, navigating those fears and learning how to deal with them and heal from them. It just takes a lot of time. I think that, yeah, there's like irrational fears, there's deep-seated fears, there's, you know, healthy fears. But that's the whole thing. You have to learn how to, like, balance that. Like, you have to learn how to know when it's a healthy fear, know when it's not a healthy fear. And that takes time, too. That's not something that just you are born to know. Like, I mean, obviously, intuition. Yeah, everybody has intuition. But, like, it developing, it takes time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, a question I have for everybody is, 
What steps are you currently doing to overcome the fears that you have? I'll go first. Um, I'm being more vocal about the things that things I feel to people. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, it was, well, you know, like it's hard for me to just say how I feel about something because you don't know how people will respond. And especially like being a man, like vulnerability in society, like you're not supposed to show how vulnerable you are because it's deemed as weak. But that's mm-hmm. toxic at the end of the day. And it's healthy to say mm-hmm. how you feel regarding how the outcome is. You feel better after you say how you feel. Yeah, because fuck the other person. Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> that's the truth. No, that's the damn truth. Because you know what? You can't let people make you do things you no. don't want to do. So if no. somebody pissed you Fuck off, them. you let them know because you're not going to be no mother yes. here. And I know a lot of people, they be like, well, they should know how I feel. No, they don't. Fuck. Especially <laughs> girls. <laughs> That's the one. Girls be the ones. Yeah, like, girls. He should that. know how I feel. Like, no, we don't. What What we think is okay, that other person might not think is okay, but we're not mind readers. So we wouldn't know. We could have said something that is in our head that's just like, okay, there's nothing to be mad about. But to that Mm -hmm. person, depending on how they grew up or whatever trauma that they have, it might be a big deal. But just say how you feel. Say what you mean and mean what you say. And that's, that's it. all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlotte, what are you um, doing to help overcome? Well, it? I have also decided recently to go back to therapy. <laughs> yes. Therapy <laughs> gang. Therapy <laughs> gang. Um therapy just... gang. <laughs> 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 we better throw up the tea, nigga. Therapy oh, gang of God. God. <laughs> PG therapy gang. Hurry. We need merch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make that sure. shit. Therapy <laughs> gang. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've realized recently that I don't really have a good understanding of exactly what my fears are. I know that because of mm. the fears that I have, I have like other like anxiety or like OCD type mm-hmm. tendencies because of them. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. just don't have a deep understanding of what's actually going on because I've repressed things for so long. Yeah. And that was Mm -hmm. my coping mechanism. And it, I don't want to say it worked, but for a while it did when you were a kid. Yeah. It made me be okay. Like enough. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, like 
having mm-hmm. flashbacks like other PTSD things it's just like okay I need to handle this I need to figure out what the fuck going on <laughs> figure out what the fuck going on yeah I think everybody's coping mechanism oh, worked at sure. some point in their life you know like just enough to but get we've all grew up to know yeah like we've all grown up to know that they're toxic so a lot and another thing to bring up too is that when you know somebody that's mainly like emotionally immature they're still stuck in that time where the traumatic whatever happened so if you don't heal yeah that's you can't uh mentally mature as a person just want to throw that out there it's it's very hard okay doctor (laughs) (laughs) no it is hard (laughs) i'm licensed unregulated and uncut (laughs) no that is true you do get stuck in like a certain kind of I don't know if that happened to me but I would ju- I don't think I'm immature so I don't know if that happened to me but I would just say like in general yes you can exhibit behaviors of a child or that age yeah. that you were Perfect you know example, whatever happened not saying how you feel be- mm. <laughs> I thought you no, were we not we not naming <laughs> I was like, I thought you dead ass was going to say sis name. I was like, sis name. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Did you hear that? Did you that's oh, literally what I so thought weird. he was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, mean, I was like, <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, that plays a part in it. You know, like, mm. yeah, homegirl got her issues, but, you know. She has trauma from childhood that keeps her in that age. So, yep. yeah, that's just the truth. Like, what you were saying, she is actually a very good example, yeah, to be it, honest. Like, I ain't even there's a lot of No shade. She like is a good example. Social media that sit back and all they do is want attention over and over again. It's because they didn't get it as a kid. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so. that's true. Or they were teased when they were younger, made fun of for how they look, something like that, and they desire validation now, yep. you know, from people because they didn't get it in the past. What's funny is that I'm the complete opposite. Like, ever since I became a John, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, like, honestly hate, like, that people be sweating me the way they do. I'd be like, look, I am fine as shit. Like, I'm not even finna hold you or whatever. But it's like, I don't like that kind of attention. Like, you want to fucking talk to me or some shit because, or you just want to be around me in general because I'm pretty. That's weird to me. Like, that's just too much. I'd be like, nah. Whatsoever. I don't even like niggas singing me. Nah. That make me feel awkward. Oh, that is, I hate going out to eat for my birthday. I hate it. I don't remember the last time I and did. And they were like, there's the birthday boy. Like, Leave me alone. Like, it's good enough that I'm here. 
I'd be like, boy? I'd be like, who the hell are you That's calling nonsense. boy? <laughs> Good morning, birthday boy. I'd be like, damn. No, I don't like that. I, mm. Let's just go out to eat laugh, have a drink, and go the fuck home. Like, to me, that's enough. Are you sure? Are you guys sure that it's not Let's a deep-seated fear that you don't that. deserve to have attention I on did. you? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Sounds just, like it. It just makes me feel so awkward. I be mm. like... Like, no, you don't deserve it? I just... I deserve people to say, yo, happy birthday. And I'll be like, that's cool. But all that extra happy birthday, you know, niggas, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, birthday, birthday to ya. Did you guys see that Black Golden no. Girls remix of that? He was like, thank you for being a friend. I was like, (laughs) black people love a role in a song. Okay, let me just tell you, it's the truth. (laughs) Tell me I'm lying. All black old 90s R&B, they all started out like that. If they didn't start out like that, it's not a (laughs) You <laughs> oh, I got a better one. If they don't start out with that little one, that woo, you know what I'm talking about? It's not a hit. You're sick. I think that's a sign of toxicity. <laughs> if you love R and B. If a nigga like R and B, I am dying. That's fucking hilarious. I do. I'm choking. Um, <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. So, what I'm doing to overcome my fear, because that's what we originally <laughs> was talking about. <laughs> Very much, but what I'm doing to overcome my fear, one, I'm trying to talk about, like, my fear and how I feel more to help me, like, one, not cry every time I talk about it, because I literally, every time I talk about how I feel, be crying. And I'm going back to therapy Friday. TG. Thank God. Because I... TG. Because I need... I need a professional I need guidance. Help. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. I need help. It's and that's all it is. That's all it is. I need help. <laughs> Hell yeah. When she messaged me last night and she was like, welcome. Blah, blah, blah. Fill out this little paperwork so you I can be better assisting you. I was like, I need help. And then period. That's all it is. Help. Yeah, with the squiggly face. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Help. My new favorite emoji. (laughs) 
smile but like has a tear i'm like that's me (laughs) 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 yeah i mean Mm. but also the (laughs) sorry go ahead shades with some tears and insight <laughs> they need to. Oh my god! Shit! Hmm. I've cried. I've cried yeah. behind sunglasses I, a couple times. I can't lie. I love crying in the car. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember be, <laughs> going nowhere, crying. listening to music. I don't remember the last time. I ain't yeah. cry and crying. Six. I ain't even gonna stunt you. Six. I know. Six. I probably cried six thousand <laughs> times yeah. since yeah, you I were six. I cried six. Literally times in three days. Because I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just emotionally closed Me. off. That's all it is. Mm. <laughs> I mean that's not good. No, it's not like, fine. It's fine. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Hell how. no. I don't know how. I don't know how. You need to go yep. to a therapist. Yup. Therapy yeah, game. Therapy. I'm going. Cause I wanna. I wanna know if there's a. Honestly, that's just the truth. I don't know. I don't. Uh, yeah, there is. Anybody can cry. Somebody used to call me a fucking robot, but Little Bender <laughs> from Futurama. That's what I call every robot Hello, man that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> I Rusty. <laughs> okay. If you want to talk about fear, I am scared of cybers <laughs> taking over the earth. Oh, we got aliens. Why? You're scared I, okay, of aliens? No. It used to be really bad. Like, I could, for a long time, there's, like, a 10-year period, I could not even say that word out loud. And, like, even thinking about it would make me cry. Damn. But I had really bad uh, nightmares, night terrors, like, uh, about aliens, like, coming, like, invading. Oh, And it was Mm -hmm. terrible news. Uh, but in like the last eight ish years, I haven't really dreamt about them at all. Mm-hmm. And I've actually like become fascinated by them. So, like, watching documentaries and like learning more about it. And that's yeah. actually helped me get over my fear of aliens. But I did used to be really mm-hmm. scared of them. Damn. I didn't know anybody was scared of aliens. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like ET yeah. because he was ugly. But other than that, <laughs> but other than that, was ugly. The shape of his Ugh. head, nah. I've actually never even seen that. I have a few <laughs> fingers. I don't like them. 
And no, no, no. Ew. Ew. That's a fear. Like, I feel I like hate feet, period. So. Some shit. Like, Bye. <laughs> them little dogs, yeah. them little dogs looking sharp. <laughs> nah. That's super fucking funny, though. I mean, I was gonna say something, but I don't remember. But I feel like, uh, you know, I will. We'll probably do a little update episode about how we're doing after a couple therapy sessions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to dealing with our fears and stuff. <laughs> Shout out to BetterHelp. Oh, same. I've oh, used it before, though. Shout out! <laughs> shout out to our OG BetterHelp. 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 AKA Help. <laughs> yeah, better help me before I off myself. <laughs> 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 For better help, shit. Yeah. Before, before, earth before I go off this earth, hell no! What the fuck? I Oh my god, that's so sick! Cool. That is really oh, no, funny at the same right time. Now. I get it. That's three right. out of ten. Earth is ghetto. I swear. My Yelp review for Earth is ghetto. One star. That's all it is. Like a half star. Yeah, half one. Whatever. They got some good food here. Or whatever. That's about it. Some cooler people. The food But overall, Earth is kind of ghetto. Extremely. Yeah, I honestly one okay, so let's the last question before we end our little fun time of laughing of fear. Um what goals do you hope to accomplish by overcoming the fears that you have? Hmm. Or just what do you want to accomplish, period, by getting over and removing the fears? I would say um, go ahead, Charlotte. I would say having a better understanding of myself and my own mental health and having uh, better coping mechanisms for Mm. anything in my life. Because as of right now, my only coping mechanism Mm -hmm. is pretending I'm okay. (laughs) So that's the one. Need to not do that anymore. Same. Full tea, all exposure, because that's really just the tea. Yeah. What about Mine's you, kind of piggybacking Blue? off what Charlotte said, um, but overall, having better communication with myself, and it's okay to talk to yourself, um, and having better communication with other people, and most importantly, not pretending that I'm okay because not all the time we okay. And we all good. like to say like, oh, how are you been? How you been? Oh, I've been okay. Lie. 
Y'all want to know how I, I am? I'm terrible. I'm okay. I'm okay. But deep down, I want literally. Die. <laughs> 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 but we, I'm just saying, like, it, some people really do think like that, and it's okay. Like, just if you go to work and they say, "How are you?" Just say, "I'm not okay," and you don't have to go into full detail true. about how not okay you really are but just say you're not okay but i could be better just that little communication goes a long way no, i just ain't gonna lie about how i feel that's local. all it is when it comes to women um people in general i'm not i'm just gonna flat out tell you regardless on how the outcome is i said how i felt and that was that I don't, don't want to be you. with you. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny because when you said that, <laughs> I thought it's something funny and shady. But anyway, <laughs> um, yep. How I plan, my goal, number one, my number one goal is to allow me to move forward in my life. Okay, that's number one of me overcoming my fear because I'm on the edge of a lot of positive things. And I really just want good things to happen for myself because I deserve it. Number two, I want to be a better person to myself and also just like Charlotte said, like understand my own mental health more and like heal from my past. And I also want to be a better friend and girlfriend to my new daddy that comes into my life. <laughs> new new daddy. But to, a better to daddy the nigga to, I love. To my future wife. I'm going to just throw that out there. But yeah, I want to be like a better friend too because like I said, I can totally say that I've definitely pushed yeah. like a lot of people away and all that shit because yeah. Now, there's mm, people I've cut mm, off that needed mm, to go. Mm. That's not the same. I'm talking about people who, like, I didn't cut off. They didn't cut me off. We just, because I was pushing them away, we just, like, don't talk like that. Um, and then my last goal is just to be healthier mentally and emotionally because I do have, like, good control over regulating and recognizing my emotions and stuff like that. But... I do have trauma from the past that I need to, like, deal with. So I just want to be healthier mentally and emotionally as well because that physically affects you. So, yeah, I just want to be healthier. And that's, like, really my goals of working through the fears that I have. And also, I just need to stop acting like I'm not that bitch. So that's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Y'all got anything else? Covered everything. Well, for right now, at nope. least. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our little field <laughs> session about fear. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. We was just lacking or whatever. We some had little some little cancellations and you shit. Know. So but we'll be back. Um and yes, we're dead on the inside. Say that one. But, more time. 
When we come back <laughs> next week, hopefully we'll be Johnny feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening. If you or anybody you know is needing help or somebody to speak to, there is help available. Please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. It's okay to get help. You are strong for getting help.